Brand new open tabs, Albert Charles Kreischer III. Maybe I shouldn't get my whole name. That's a great way to hack into my life. That's my name, though. Albert Charles Kreischer III. I'm thinking, I'm thinking for this new Netflix special. Like my, one of my really good friends had a super Netflix special. Her name's really Christina Segura. Well, it's initially Christina Pajinsky, but she changed it to Christi, Christina P. And I didn't like that initially. I just thought that was a bad idea, branding wise. But you know what? She killed it. Her special murdered it. She's selling out everywhere. Pull up a push toward eight if we could. See, I'm unlike those two haters who just go, oh, let's talk about Mr. Exaggerator. I talk positive about my friends. Not Tom. Tom is fucking, oh, it breaks my heart. He lost so much weight so fast. His tits lost her integrity. It looks like he's smuggling stingrays under his armpit into the country. What's what's a good Christina P. date? Uh, We got May 4th in Huntington Beach, California. May 4th. That's this weekend. And 5th. And 5th? Those will sell out. Get your tickets now. Oh, look look at me, Christina P. Huh? It's called love. Throw some back my way next time. Let's not exaggerate facts of how many drinks the B-Man takes down in a weekend. 39 in a day. Is that even fucking possible? That's not possible. It's not possible. Fucking Crystalia killed it. We don't even need to open tabs. We don't even know. What's another date for Christina P? Uh, May 9th, Oxnard, California. Oxnard Levity Live. Oh, let me get let me get this. Let me get this. I'm pregnant and I have a kid. I don't like to travel, but I still like the art form. Yeah, I wish we all could do that, Christina P. And then there's some, for some reason, there's a gap from May to November. I'm not sure what that's oh, about. Oh, <laughs> someone's got to have a baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> November 24th, San Diego, California, House of Blues is the next one after that. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do a drop-in set on that. I'll call my friend Christina P. The point I'm bringing up is I want to rebrand myself. The thing about an audience is they want it. They want to like always be discovering you, always be finding out new stuff of you. So I'm thinking about what, right? Keep the Bert. I think the Bert's important. Drop the Kreischer. Keep my two middle initials. Albert Charles Kreischer. Bert CK. What do you think? Bert, too soon? Bert CK? Mm-hmm. Nothing? I really I really had that. And I actually had that thought for two seconds. I went, what if I went Bert K? I was like, eh. What if I did two initials? I was like, Bert CK. And I actually said it to Leanne. And she went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I was like, well, the spot's open. By the way, shout out to Louie. I still love you, Louie. To this day, I still love Louie. I still love Louie. I got mad love for Louie. I got mad love for uh, TJ Miller. Anyone who's gone through that, that's why I'm excited for Louie's next special. Oh, will he really have another special? Yeah, he'll have another special. It'll be on the fucking radar like Beyonce. He'll be doing some club dates. Everyone will talk about it. Look, he's going to have to deal with some hecklers at times, I'm sure. There's going to be some backlash. He'll deal with that. He's an artist. Why am I talking about this? I don't really give a fuck. Because I'll tell you why. Tent poles make the artist. Where was I going in this? Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia slammed Logan Paul. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I remember when I was in eighth grade, we played um, St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's was an all-boys, and it wasn't all-boys, but it was a, a Catholic high school, but it was Catholic like in the sense like back when Catholic meant poor, right? Uh, they have black kids on their basketball team. That blew us away. Me and Eric Nuppel was like, yo, who's this kid? This kid ended up going and playing for Miami. His name was um, Brucey. His name was Brucey, right? This, uh, someone Google him, find him, hit him up, and tell him I still think about this guy to this day. Because this is what Logan Paul must have felt like. By the way, 
Shout out to Logan Paul. I don't hate Logan Paul at all. I'm also 45, so he's not in my world, you know? My world's all about like, hey, taking an RV to Mammoth. Anyway, playing basketball against Brucey, the stuff that played on our court, like a, like a, just shooting a little layup, did not work with Brucey. Brucey, by the way, went on to play in college at Miami, was an amazing left-handed hitter. Played at Jefferson, if I'm not mistaken, or Hillsboro. And this guy, when I would go to take a shot in eighth grade, and I was a big eighth grader for my school, Brucey would just, it was like, I was like, well, I'm playing with pros. And that's what happened to Logan Paul, and he has to admit that. And if he doesn't admit that, then I'll never respect him. He got slammed. Did you hear the tweet? Let's just tell the tweet. Just to shout out to Chris D'Elia. By the way, you know what's so funny? I spent so time, so much time out of the game, meaning like working on Travel Channel, that I never got the, I never got the camaraderie or the love, or the you know that that you get in the when you hang out, just hang out at night. And I almost didn't get the idea of hanging out at night. I, I thought I was past that. And I was just so out of it. I was so far removed. It's the refrigerator. I was so far removed from it that I, I didn't want to get back into it. I just didn't want to hustle and do the hustle again. And I, man, I fucking love it. Hung out with Whitney Cummings last night. Just bullshitted, watched her new stuff. Amazing. Whitney Cummings is killing it. Her new shit is killing it. Delia always kills. Delia and Bobby, Delia and Bobby Lee, this Monday coming up, they're going to be on Something's Burning, okay? I'm going, to, I'm going to give you a teaser. By the way, I'm not supposed to do this because this is a rough cut and it was sent to my iPhone. Yeah, I'm fucking 45. I look at my phone like this, okay, assholes? Me and Joe Coy were talking about this. By the way, hung out with Joe Coy the other night. Is it the treadmill? Uh, new treadmill. You can't see it. I finally brought it into the man cave. I had it in the garage. I wasn't fucking with it. Remind me, please remind me to talk about the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh hung out with Joe Coy the other night, watched he's getting ready for Col, uh, Col, Colburn or Colburn, Colburn, the Colbert. guy that, nope, the uh, British guy, Colber, 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 the British guy, Col, he dances in cars. Dances in cars. Yeah, he does. Corbin? Cor- Corbin, Corbin, yeah. James Corbin? Yeah, maybe they should, pay, maybe they should want to have one. Jefferson? One Lincoln, you know, maybe they should, what they should do with talk shows is establish the name first and then that becomes your new name. Everyone that takes over Johnny Carson's seat should be called Johnny Carson or Alan Parr or Jack Parr. That's not a bad idea. Right? Hey guys, it's Burt Letterman and then that's your name. Sneak peek. I'm just, I'm just going to play. I wonder if I can get this. I wonder if you could see, find this. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll just play the audio. This is how the beginning of the new Something's Burning plays out. This is the very beginning, okay? I play this for Leanne. By the way, Leanne does not know who Bobby uh, who Bobby Lee is, nor does she know who Crystal Lee is. And she laughed fucking hysterically, okay? The beginning of Something's Burning, coming out Monday. How many women do you think you've had sex with? I, I won't uh, tell anyone. I won't tell anybody. Do you think more than me or less than me? Way more than you! <laughs> this guy's a fucking fuck machine! Way more than me, you fucking fat fuck! <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> this fucking episode is so fucking good. This is so fucking good. Bobby Lee, here's what happens on Something's Burning, and not to like derail this internet show to talk about another internet show I do. For All Things Comedy comes out on Mondays. Super Troopers coming out soon. Uh, 
Keeping the girl coming out soon. Todd Glass coming out. A solo one with Todd Glass coming out soon. Uh, Chris D'Elia and Bobby Lee coming out soon. I got some big. We got some big Is names. Wh- Whitney and Whitney and Michael Rapaport coming yeah, out soon. Yeah. And then we got some big names. Actually, some people reached out to us that are like way out of our pay grade. And I said, once we do these two dudes, we're wrapped for season one. And I was like, I need a break. And then we need to reboot and get, and you know, maybe get a, like some funding for it or something. Shout out to Dos Equis. And so, uh, yeah, I got a buzz. I'm in a speedo. I don't give a fuck. So, um, what was I saying? Something's burning. Something's burning is just, it's so much fucking fun. There's something about this show that allows people who you see on stage who are sometimes guarded. Like, Delia, when he was on stage, he's free, he's loose, he's crazy, he's wild. But in this episode, there is like, it's the same thing that happened with Brendan Schaub. There's like a weird, I talked to Brian Callen about it. There's a weird disarmingness that happens. You almost, it's like you're doing a podcast, but you do, you're on a TV show, but you're not on a TV show. Ah, it's just like the charming part of people comes out. And then you guys got, you got guys like Callen, myself, Bobby Lee, who, and Todd Glass, who are, you know, big room personalities, but guys like Dalia and Shab just shine. The thing that you love about them backstage, going back to the hanging out behind the store, in the back of the store and bullshitting, the thing you love about them there, oh, that's what I love about this show, Something's Burning, I'll keep doing it. Free content, that's my brand. I got another free content thing coming out, big, 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 big. I am really excited about this one. And by the way, I'm excited about all the things I do, this one's probably the easiest to do. This next one's going to be a little more difficult to do. And we're shooting it Wednesday. You'll see sneak peeks on my Instagram. Hit up my Instagram. Zach Bitter. Do you know who Zach Bitter is? Oh, 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 oh. Zach Bitter. Let's just pull up Zach Bitter, okay? I got a new one. We're going to go to Bert's Instagram. We're going to pull it up because secret time. Want to do secret time real quick? Mm-hmm. I just gotten my treadmill set up. I'd, I'd put it together a while back, and I put it in my garage, and I was I tried it out in my garage, and I, I did not like it. I, I, this is secret time, okay? Because don't share this with everyone. Uh, they gave it to me for free. I, I talked shit on Rogan's podcast about treadmill running. The people at Assault Fitness had a friend. Their friend hit me up and was like, hey, man, I got nothing to do with the company, but I can get you a treadmill if you want one of those treadmills. My buddy's a rep. And I was like, yeah, of course. Everyone says they're great. Segura loves them. Segura doesn't run on them. That is guaranteed. That is guarantee. Um, so I put it together and I tried it out and it it is like running on a Segway. We're talking about the treadmill now. So you don't have to remind me. So it's like running on a Segway. It is powered by your movement. It's called an Assault Fitness Air Runner. Okay. They also have the bikes where you, where you do, you see that you ever see the football players on the sidelines? They make those bikes also. This treadmill was profiled at the Spartan race, which I did this past weekend. I should play that clip. I should definitely play that clip. Um, but I put it together and I was, I don't know where I was going with this story. This is what happens when I drink Tito's and sodas at eight at night. What was I saying? Oh, Zach Bitter. So I put it together. I'm putting it together. I'm getting in the treadmill. I put the desk back together. I go online. I always go to YouTube. I always, I, my, my, my go-to, my destination channels are YouTube, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Google News, Twitter, Instagram, right? Those are my go-to places. I pull up YouTube and I see that this is secret time. Okay. This is secret time. I see that Rogan's got a live feed going and I hit it 
And I'm kind of like, I, I, I let it play. It's with Zach Bitter. He's an ultra marathon lead, that, lead athlete like, my, like myself. And I go, oh, shit. And I see the thing playing. And I was like, that's really cool. In your head, you, you part of you goes like, he goes like, dream scenario. Would an elite athlete ever know that I ran the marathon without any training? <laughs> that's secret time, okay? I don't think anything about it, but I will listen to it. And the guy's really fucking impressive. He's just a fucking badass. And I think he's a nutritionalist. I was in and out. I was putting it in here. It's playing on the treadmill. I go in and then Rogan texts me and he's like, he's like, yo, this guy said he could train you to run a four hour marathon. Are you in? And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'm really in those those tentpole things help me stay centered. If that makes sense. I I went into Leanne's therapy. I will get to tabs in a second. I apologize. Had a great meeting at Netflix today. Talking about my special. Maybe maybe one of the best meetings I've ever had at a company in my entire life, right? Have a meeting with the publicist. Once again, maybe one of the best meetings I've ever had in my entire life. They The publicist's firm is right below a, a Buffalo Wild Wings. Your cat walked by with a giant rat in its mouth and it brought it up to the house. And that's why the girls are screaming right now, I believe. Leanne! Open the door. Here she comes, yeah. Come here! Gus caught a baby rat and brought it in the house. He brought it, is it in the house? No, I got it out. And it's alive and it ran over my foot! Are you serious? It's alive? Yes! It almost killed me. Wait, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Talking to that mic. So wait, wait, Gus just caught a baby rat? He caught a baby rat. And he brought it in the house and it was still alive. And he was going to put it in Isla's bunk bed. <laughs> and I caught him going up the bunk bed. He walked in the back door. He was and going I... up the bunk bed with the rat yeah. in his mouth? And, I... <laughs> and then Isla goes, Mom, Gus has got a rat. I was like, oh shit. So I started chasing Gus around the house. Gus had the rat in his mouth. So I finally caught the cat with the rat in his you mouth. You grabbed Gus with the rat in his... George, get yeah. in here. George, get in here. With the rat in his mouth. And uh, and I walked him outside and I put him down. And he just, after a minute, let the rat let her go. Let in here. Let her in here. Let her in here. Don't, do Don't lock her out. Georgia? Georgia, you just... What? That rat was coming to get me. It was running out. So I saw it run by in its mouth, and I was like, Ew. "You saw the cat run by with the rat in his mouth." Yeah. <coughs> he is. He is. He is a badass cat. I have to say, he catches rats all summer long. Georgia, where are you going? One. You have no shoes. She's spitting a loogie out. One time. Who the fuck walks outside to spit a loogie out of their mouth? I just swallow it and play with it. That's disgusting. I spit it onto my hand. I look at it. Oh my god, that is too much information. So wait, so there's no rat in the house? No, I got the, I picked the cat up with the rat in his mouth and carried him outside. But you know, Gus is going to be really mad because that was a present. Yeah, that was a present. He was bringing us a present. Yeah. So I have to go apologize to Gus. Okay. Hey, how were the burgers? They were delicious. Okay. They were really good. Thank yeah. you for cooking. Oh, here's Gus right here. He's going to catch another fucking rat. He's going after it right now. Are you serious? Yep. He's a freaking shut, tiger. Shut up, all right, all right, everyone out. I got to finish up this podcast. I'm not going back out there. 
Isla, you are going back out there. Those clogs are ruining the podcast. Do you hear them? Oh, I don't do rats. I saw it run by with the rat in its mouth. I didn't think it was oh, like... Oh, Priscilla, will you open the door for... Yeah. Hey, open the door for Priscilla! No, Priscilla... Georgia, open the door for Priscilla! My daughter's doing this like really like uh like like real like nah kind of thing. Who, Isla? No, Georgia. Oh. Oh, she's like doing this like no like nah kind of thing. I said the other day, I go, Hey, grab my I was at the table, I go, Hey, should you bring her plate in? I go, bring my plate in. She goes, Nah. And walked past me, I went, Huh? <laughs> she just did it right there. I go, open the door for Priscilla and she went, nah. I don't know what the, look it's better that than doing drugs you know mm-hmm. like and there's kids in her class at their prom that were all doing drugs so part of me is like fuck it I'll take the nah instead of doing drugs but Just or be train her do you want some drugs nah alright good <laughs> I don't know what I was saying before the rat fiasco I think uh, we, we were talking treadmill, about treadmill marathon guy Spartan race stuff like that stuff like that I apologize stuff like that we're talking about Zach Bitter. Rogan texted you. Rogan texted me, are you in? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Four-hour marathon, I'm definitely in. If he, if he can train me, I know a lot of it's diet. You know, a lot, I know the number one thing he's going to... I mean, like, I sat, I sat with Leanne's therapist today. I think that... Were we talking about that? Or Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. I sat with Leanne's therapist, and... Uh, oh, this is what we are getting at. I couldn't figure out why I'm entering all these races. I, 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 like, I, I don't know what it is. I... I I know part of it's spite. Like when I entered the marathon, it was because Tom said I couldn't do it. Like Tom and Rogan and Ari all said I couldn't do it. And part of me was like, out of spite, I was like, I can definitely do it. I can. I know I can do it. I know my abilities. I know my brain. I know how I can shut things off. And I know how I can just push forward. And then I started in, in, like joining other races. And like today, secret time, I uh, have a soft commit to do the Malibu Triathlon. And so I was running this morning at like six in the morning. I got up, jumped in the pool naked, went for a run. And I ran to my buddy, Darren Turbo, who's like, hey, man, I'm doing the uh, Malibu triathlon. And there's a weird trigger in me that like goes, I'm in. Like, I, I don't know what it is. It's not, I'm, I'm telling, okay, this is serious. Like, I'm not like, I have to say this because I know people think I'm being serious. I'm not an elite athlete. They're very difficult for me to do. Even the Spartan race, which I did, which I'll show you the video of, which is badass, um, that I edited, that's amazing. That was really difficult. The triathlon will be a diff- difficult. I'll have to train for it only because I don't want to drown. You got you to gotta swim half a mile, run four miles, bike 18 miles. But part of me goes, I do think that's doable. So I couldn't figure out why I'm doing all these things. And when Zach Bitter said, I want to get you under a four-hour marathon, part of me got excited. Like there's this weird, I don't know if it's a midlife crisis. I don't know if it's a lack, if it's a lack of having a hobby, but I was like, I, he sent me the clip, Joe, I guess, or someone from Joe's team isolated it and put it up online and sent it to me. And my heart raced. I went, yeah, let's do that. And I understand a lot of it's going to be quit drinking. Uh, I went to Leanne's therapy on accident today and her therapist was like, like, tell me like what goes on? Why do you have anxiety? Why do you have OCD? Like what do, what are all the things that go on in your head? Why do they go on? And I started walking through all the shit I did on travel channel. And she said, do you know the best thing for you 
is uh, cardiovascular exercise. The, if you, the longer you can work out, the more it clears your head, the less uh, these things start haunting you. And I realized that when I got done the marathon, I've never felt cleaner in my life. Like I didn't have any anxiety. I didn't have anything. Half marathon, same thing. I didn't have anxiety the next day getting on the plane. I flew home sober in flip-flops and not wearing my... I have a, a uniform I wear when I fly and I didn't wear it because I was uncomfortable and the rules didn't apply because I'd run a half marathon. And when I did the Spartan race the next day, rules didn't apply for the upset, like whatever bullshit went on in my head. And so I was like, I wonder if that's what it is. I'm going to play the clip of Zach Bitter saying this. I hope I'm saying his name right. Is it Zach? This is it. I've been recording. This is the first video I see in open tabs. This is, by the way, I'm not a big fan of the title, but okay. I ran 11 hours and 40 minutes and 55 seconds at a race in 2015. Holy shit! You that, ran 100 miles in 11 hours? Yeah, that was that was on a tr- that was one on the track. In, in the I don't spe- give a fuck if it was on the moon. <laughs> That's crazy. How Zach Bitter broke the 100 mile record? You averaged seven fucking minutes per mile for almost 12 hours, That's dude. Amazing. That is insane. That is fucking insane. Uh-huh. Bert Kreischer, he brags when he runs seven-minute miles <laughs> for like three miles. That's true. <laughs> what, did, what did Bert end up running that the LA Marathon in? Six and a half. Six and a half? Well, I, I, think think it was, that, yeah. I think it was shorter than that. Fucking I think it was Jamie. five. Five fucking something. Jamie. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, Ari's five and dad. Man, my five, yeah. five and a half. Ari's, he's, whoa, fucking Jamie. Jamie's I was thinking that, Joe. I was thinking that. I'll say, I'll say, <laughs> fucking I'll say Jamie. this here, Bert, if you're listening. Contact me. I'll get you to four and a half in six months. We said four and a half. <laughs> you heard him. New challenge. So I heard that. Hours and 40 minutes and 55 seconds. Let's get out of here. Holy shit. You ran 100 miles in 11 hours? Yeah, that was, that was, on a tra- that was one on Christ. the track. In, in Something's going on, on my... <laughs> Let's listen to it again, I guess. <laughs> that, uh, for me, blew me away. Because I was like, to get me under four and a half... That's, by the way, that's a really quick clip of a fucking mile for that long. And I know a lot of it's going to be diet, but part of me was like, I want the challenge. I want these. I like these 10 pole things. Like I like, they, they focus me. So I'm in, I hit him up. He's like, pick out a marathon. I was like, okay. And so I'm going to pick out a marathon and in the midst of my marathon training, I'm going to do this triathlon in Malibu. It's a, it's a real easy swim. Tons of people. You go out a hundred yards, you swim down the beach. I'm sure it's with the current, right? That's I hope. And then you swim back. And then you bike and then you run. I was like, I'd be funny shit. I think it's a lack of a hobby. I think that's what part of it is. Well, your career is your hobby. So I had a meeting at Travel Channel a long time ago with a woman named Lorene Ong. Lorene Ong, Googler. She is a fucking interesting woman. She was a president of Travel Channel. She said, what are your hobbies? I said, writing jokes. She said, what are your other hobbies? I said, that's it, writing jokes. That's all I do. I, I, I had to talk to my therapist about that. He goes, what are your other hobbies? I said, uh, I like making videos. And he goes, no, like hobbies. And I was like, I don't know, like doing a podcast. Yeah. He's like, no hobbies. And I was like writing books, writing screenplays. Like those are my hobbies. I love this business. I love all of it. I love creating content. I like this, this right here. I love it. I don't have a hobby. I never had a hobby. So for me, running is my hobby. Like I guess, even though I'm still fat as fuck, do not isolate that audio. No one isolate that audio. Even though I'm fat as fuck, like I feel like, you know, 
running is the way I disconnect. I get a coffee. I walk from here to fucking the beginning of my trail. I hike up the trail. I run down the trail and I run home. That's my workout. And it clears your brain. It's an hour and 34 minutes to do that front to back. I love that. And I, I don't do it enough on the road. Anyway, I don't know why the fuck we got on this. Um, oh, I know why we got on this because I want to show you the fucking badass video I edited, which I hope you saw. And if you didn't see, go to my Insta. Did we talk enough about how hard Chris D'Elia slammed that guy? Oh, no, we actually didn't go through the tweets. We got we to gotta recover that. We got to go through that. We will, we'll pull up the page. Oh, look at assault. This assault trainer's fucking no joke. By the way, it's like a $5,000. Let's just pull up an assault trainer real quick. Assault fitness. This is the bike, okay? Here we go. Official assault fitness. This is a bike. By the way, they're not a sponsor of the podcast. They're not a sponsor at all. I'm just telling you, they sent me a bike, the assault air runner. Dude, this thing is no joke. It's $4,999. Hey, Bert, why would you do something like that? Someone's like, if I fuck, why would I spend that on a used car? On my Instagram messages. Why would I spend what I could spend on a used car when I could just run on the road for free? Then clearly it's not for you. No, I get it. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Don't get one. Don't go in debt getting something you don't want. I don't know. Do you really want me to answer that question? Sometimes people leave comments. I got into a fight with this guy. Oh, let me. Oh, please, 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 please. Remind me to tell you this. Okay. At Spartan.com. I'm going to see him this weekend. At Spartan.com. And by the way, there's no fucking hate going to this guy. I started this. I was a shit. I was drunk and I fucking attacked him. Uh, but I got to tell you that. But real quick, I am fucking. This show could be, should be called All Over the Fucking Map with Burke Kreischer. The point of the assault. Let's see if you can see him. See someone running on it. This is the assault. Oh, this is the assault. This is what I got right there. Oh, good music. I like this. By the way, I would have directed this much better. I wouldn't have done that shadow shot, probably. So do you see that guy running? That is your feet pushing the treadmill. Your feet push the treadmill. Halston just did it for five five seconds, 10 seconds. Yeah. And he was winded. It is the hardest mile I've ever run in my life. It's the hardest three miles I've ever run in my life. Three miles on that is the equivalent to a Spartan race, in my opinion. If you spend an hour on there, that's harder than the Spartan race. Definitely. I got to show the Spartan clip. My name is Chris Hinshaw, and I am an endurance coach into the CrossFit community. I think it is definitely a CrossFit trainer. It's a lot like a rowing machine. You know, um, but it's just, I, I didn't know what to expect. It it's was not, I mean, really dead honestly, it's not enjoyable. It's hard. Like, it's not like, like my old treadmill, which is gone now. I got rid of it. I said to my therapist, I was like, I do want to get in better shape. I'm not happy with my, I think my physical appearance, my physicality, my, my going to tie my shoes and being out of breath. I think that affects my self-esteem. He was like, then change, move, move that into the treadmill, move that treadmill into the man cave, move the other one out. And I gave the other one to my sister. And now this one's here. 
By the way, these people are in amazing shape, or they're only shooting this for a second. We know that form drives additional speed and it drives additional efficiency. The problem is, is that sometimes it's very difficult for the athlete to understand how form feels. I've seen the most beginner-level runners. So I'm not going to watch this whole video. I have one of my, but get you get the point. Let's see if we can get out of this. Yup, I think we're out of it. Uh, but check one out if you've got the money and you want. If train, if you're serious about training, that's the truth. If you're serious about training, try one out. Let's just look at me at the Spartan race. You want to? Let's do it. How badass is this guy? Spartan race right now. By the way, you're gonna know where I got this music. Episode five or six. Oh, hold on. We missed that. We missed that. We missed that. Hold on. We missed the most important part of this video is me walking through the Spartan race and this guy sees me. I'm recording and he says this. Let's start it over from the beginning. You ready? Yeah, we'll, we'll enlarge it so it looks badass. He sees go. you from behind too. Yeah. I was. By the way, shout out to Bert Kreischer for... Hey, Bert, Tom's fat. How much do you love that guy? Um, that was a fun video to edit. It was really fun. Here's the video that I thought was going to get me in trouble. Only because I know that people take things out of context. I had just seen Avenger Wars, and I had noticed that in Wakanda, they were using their spears as arrows. And I had just seen it, and there was a spear toss. And I was like, I just saw Avenger uh, Infinity Wars, Avenger Infinity Wars. I, this happened in Wakanda. I got this one. There was a spear toss, which I guess theoretically could be racist. I won't play the video. Who wants to take it out of context? Let's get out of my Instagram. Let's get out of the comedy store. That was me looking at my set times. Let's get into... Hold on, hold on. We're not going to get into what happened to Fred Durst because I love Fred Durst. We're going to get into this fucking spiral I got into. Get out of Zach Bitter. More research about Zach Bitter. Alice Mackey is apparently a... Allison Mack is a... Um, Sex trafficker. Don't know much about that. Uh, so I guess something's going on with Kanye. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, you think he's doing coke? I think he's bipolar and off his meds. Yeah. Um, TJ Miller, this is not happening. It's such a great story. That seizure story. Um, the real lesson of Kanye. I'm not, I don't know. I guess something's going on with Kanye. I don't know what it is. I don't really watch it. Tom Brokaw, uh, apparently a bunch of women were coerced into signing a letter that Tom Brokaw was a good guy. <laughs> By the way, the, I, I saw the account. I know that I know you're not supposed to talk like this, but like I saw the account of the woman who said that he like sexually assaulted her 
And by the way, I remember that woman from the news. I, I've, I've seen her on the news. <clears throat> um, I empathize with any woman that goes through any of that. I don't know what it would be like. My wife always said to me, like, yeah, but you just don't know what it's like to have, like, she's like, imagine if Brock Lesnar just came into your room, like, knocked on your door, was like, what's up? Bert, right? And I was like, yeah. And he just walked into your room and then sat on your couch, had a drink, and was like, um, I was like, hey, what's, man? what's going on? And he's like, I don't know, an affair. You'd be like, <clears throat> okay. He's like, I just want to make out with you. You'd be like, I don't know how to get this animal out of my fucking room. I think that's the thing that needs to be learned about these things because I listened to the thing about the woman and it seemed innocuous enough to me only because I feel like they're social cues and I feel like that Tom Brokaw read them and then, you know, push a little... He's By the way, he's a kid from the fucking 30s, I think. He was born in the 30s. Like, the social cues where you, ki- you know, you kiss until they say no. And then she said no and he tried one more time and for the old college try. But my wife broke it down to me. She's like, imagine if Brock Lesnar tried to do that to you. That is the scenario that's happening. This man is in your room. He has sat down on your couch. He's having a cocktail. But anyway, uh, Tom Brokaw, Rachel Maddow, Andrea Mitchell, they all backed Tom Brokaw, but now they say they were pushed into it, I guess. I don't know. Allegedly. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. I love... Did you see the picture of Jessica Simpson's tits? No. It's not her tits per se. But God, man, we're not getting enough of this woman. She is so beautiful. She, I'm sure she's a fucking nightmare. Like, I've dated those chicks that, like, do their makeup naked in front of a mirror, like sitting crisscross applesauce. Yeah, have you ever dated a chick like that that just is, like, detached? Her presentation to the world is her focus. It's her connect. Like Leanne is not like that. Leanne yeah, puts I'm on really makeup. Attracted to people like that. I am kind of like. There's a part of me like my second wife. Oh, it's gonna be a dumb <laughs> whore. Like a be. legit, a legit like bimbo. Like Leanne's someone I bring to my meetings. I bring Leanne to my meetings and she talks. Like my next wife will not come to my meetings. She won't even know. You had a meeting at Netflix? Did our subscription run out? I'm like, uh, I have a TV show. Yeah. Do you think she's going to take over Wife of the Party? Your new, your, no, your second no, wife? No, 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 no. No, I'll always love Leanne. Leanne's going to divorce me. Leanne will divorce me or uh, try to kill me. Like, it'll be something, it'll be something tragic. It's not going to be like, I'll never divorce Leanne. I will never divorce Leanne. I won't even cheat on her. She'll probably cheat on me. That fucking cat's hunting. All right, Jessica Simpson's boobs. <laughs> Did you, I'll just put it up. By the way. Oh. I mean, it's just a... It's a boob that you dream of as a child. Like, I know this is probably something, a hashtag of something, but, like, she just looks gorgeous, and her boob is, like... It just looks so fucking hot. Here's what's crazy. is She had to look at that picture before she posted it, right? Is it on her Instagram or something? It's on like her that? Twitter. Like, she had to look at it. I, it's on, I think it's on her Twitter. Her hair, Her husband, Eric Johnson, what a fucking no-name person, Eric Johnson. Kicked off summer vacation early by enjoying a tropical vacation, says E! News Hollywood. Met with publicists. That's the part of this, this business I don't like, is that. All right, let's get out of Jessica Simpson's tit. Let's get to West Borland. Where's West Borland? Rob Schneider fucking hit a home run. By the way, I'm a big fan of Rob Schneider's. I, I wonder if it's because I'm a, I am found Shan, uh, Sandler on my own, and that team, the Schneider, Farley, Rock, 
uh, Spade, all that group of guys were all like the same umbrella. But Rob Schneider did a great job of ripping Alec Baldwin. I don't watch. I don't. I don't watch Saturday Night Live. Not because I don't. I dislike Saturday Night Live. I'm just working at Saturday when that airs, and I'm not someone who goes to Hulu and just watches stuff. I'm, that's just. Maybe I should start. Maybe that'll be a new thing of this. Shout out to Pete Davidson. But uh, but Rob Schneider ripped Alec Baldwin, and his statement was really interesting. He said, uh, "I don't find his impression to be comical, because, like I said." I know the way his politics lean, and it spoils any surprise. There's no surprise. He clearly hates the man that he's playing. I, I found that to be interesting because I don't find Alec Baldwin's, and this goes into, I think, the Michelle Wolf stuff. I don't find Alec Baldwin's impression of Donald Trump funny, per se, the way I, I found like Dana Carvey's impression of George Bush funny like he like the little things that you like the little nuances that you mock that maybe they didn't notice he's just mocking the things we all notice like we all yeah we yeah it's there's no surprise to it right so i mean i'm not gonna walk through comedy with everyone you get it but it's all based on surprise because trump is such a character as it is yeah it's like it's almost really hard to do an impression of him you'd have to find something that's nuanced that none of us recognized and that's what uh, Rob Schneider said it and I and I was really fucking insightful thing to say because I was like yeah I didn't find that funny I've never found that funny I think that's the critique probably that's going on with Michelle Wolf um, is they were like oh it's just mean it's not funny it's just like we know she lies I guess I don't know I don't know all I know is that Michelle Wolf is fucking killing it like that would you ever do the White House Correspondents Dinner no I'm the wrong guy no, because everyone would just hate me because I would pander. I'm a saw. I'm not. I couldn't do what Michelle did. I really couldn't. Like <sighs> my hat off to her. That's a the oh, spotlight's on her, dude. She's gained four hundred thousand Twitter followers. She has. Yeah, I've been following it. Oh, for real? Yeah, I, I checked like right before she went on, and then I checked oh. today, and it's at, like five hundred thousand. Then I guess I changed my answer. I definitely do it. I just go <laughs> up and just say the N word and be like, "Fuck it, light it on fire." Well, she's <laughs> gonna sell a lot of tickets now. People are really gonna go see her live and whatever she's doing. A lot of tickets, dude. Tons. She's the most popular female comic working right now mm -hmm. because of that. It, it, it destroyed. Like I, I had a meeting with her publicist the very next day the next day that it happened mm -hmm. and I was the very next day and I was like uh, so what do you think about the Michelle Wolf thing he was well I represent her and fucking dinger mm. like she's dude that's the best thing that could ever happen to her yeah I, I mean first of all it's like it's like theoretically it's like it represents your politics it represents your brand it represents who you are your emotions towards this what's going on in this country right now and you're not backing down from that in a weird way I think Amy probably wanted that to happen when she kicked those people out of the show in Florida, but that was the wrong way of going about it. Amy should have done the White House Correspondents' Dinner and did her politics there, where it's acceptable, and that's what this room is about, you know? Like, Michelle came out, and this is what I respect about Michelle, is that she was like, I stand by everything I said. Fuck yeah. Dude, in the attempt of being funny, like, that's some, something, no, like, it's an old Patrice quote, but, like, in the attempt of being funny, sometimes you do not, you miss your mark, you know? Like, she was never trying to be, like, 
hateful. She was trying to be funny. If you didn't find it funny, still respect that other people did, and that was her attempt at being funny. The smoky fucking fucking smoky shit? That's not a it was a compliment on a woman's fucking eye makeup. The 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 slam is the woman lie. I don't know anything about politics, but whatever. Good for Michelle, man. Everyone, I've never met anyone that didn't like her. I see a lot of people trying to explain jokes to other people on Twitter because of, like, they're trying to tr- translate what she said at the dinner, and it's it's ridiculous. Oh, dude, <laughs> what's happening right now? Or um, what, what am I doing? What am I? Am I going to really break down outrage culture? <laughs> that kid, that kid that went after the girl that wore the Chinese dress, cultural appropriation. Right. Did you read about that today on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Today they're like cultural appropriation. This woman, this young lady, maybe 17 years old, 18 years old, to her prom, she wore a, a, a traditional Chinese dress, by the way, which isn't even a traditional Chinese dress. It was the dress from uh, the Manchurs. It, was, it wasn't even traditional Chinese dress. It's not what they wear in China. Like in China, they don't wear that shit. Like you wear it if you're a waitress or if you're going to a wedding or you're at a wedding party, but you don't wear it like rolling around China, right? So American Chinese people lost their fucking mind. This one racist kid uh, lost his fucking mind. I forget his name. I won't say his name. I don't really care to like I don't get put heat on the kid. He's a racist. He's definitely a racist. That is true. That is fact. He is a racist. He says things like, why are N-words so loud? That is, that is a racist belief to assume that an entire culture based on their skin color is loud is racist that is racist right this this guy is racist that's what he is once again not saying his name don't want to put that's the way i work i don't want to put a heat on the guy but he's very cool lighting up this chick very cool with that that's his brand light this bitch up your my culture is not your fucking palm dress by the way it's not your culture because people in china said it's not my culture you're just your culture is outrage. That's your culture, bro. You're a millennial who doesn't really have any real connection to to China apparently because China's cool with it. Everyone in China apparently, everyone, cultural magazines, bloggers, fashionistas are like, "Ah, oh, she looked beautiful." In China, in fucking China. Fuck that guy, dude. It bothered me so much. Once again, I would never put his name out like that. I don't believe in that. I don't think that's the right thing to do. I don't like beef. That shit oh, keeps you up at night. I got into beef with this uh, gamer. He, I, I tagged the Spartan race on, on Instagram. His name's at Spartan. He's a good guy. Please don't fuck with the guy. He's not a bad guy. He is not a bad guy. He's a legit solid guy. And this is why I apologize because he is a good guy. Is uh, I tagged him on, on Twitter, on Instagram, and then it comes out on Twitter that way and apparently Spartan Race's Instagram handle is different than their Twitter handle and that is his Twitter handle he's a gamer he's a professional gamer apparently he's like one of the top in the business I did not he has 25,000 followers I didn't see that as like like in my head I was like he was like oh like he was wasn't being shitty maybe a little shitty I think he'd probably admit that wasn't being real shitty he was like Apparently, even it's it's something that goes on with him a lot is that everyone does a Spartan Race every fucking weekend <laughs> And then tags him. So every weekend, a thousand fucking fat meatheads tag him. Like, I just ran this dude into the ground. I didn't see any of this. In hindsight, I'm like, oh, of course. 
And then he's like, his tweet wasn't even shitty. If you think about his experience, his tweet was, even dudes with 275,000 Twitter followers that are verified, that are fucking famous, whatever he said, still can't get the right Twitter handle. And I wrote back, and I, I was, I don't know, I was drunk. If we're going to be honest. I was drunk and I was at my sister's house and I was like, hey, bro, I cut and paste. I don't know. I'm so sorry. Uh, something about, I, I was shitty. I was like, something about uh, some of us have real lives as opposed to the one in your mom's basement. Uh, enjoy Fortnite or whatever, right? Aggressively underestimated his fan base. They all got offended that you said he lived in his mom's basement. Well, what happened is he came back at me like a couple times. Like was like, yeah, we are, but like it's stereotyping gamers. Like I didn't realize this kid is raising four hundred thousand dollars for uh, sick children by playing live video games in front of a big group of people. I think that's what it was. He was like, is, I, I will give him a shout out because he did do something really cool, and I did apologize. But he was like gaming to raise money for kids. Like, I think, is that, you know? But he raised over $400,000, and that was his weekend. He was doing it. He got done work. He hit checks his Twitter, you know? At 25000 I get. I know what, what mentions look at, at a quarter of a million people. At 25000 they're probably, you're, you can fucking field them and sees someone verified. And he's like, oh, fuck, this, even this fucking idiot. And so then his fans came at me. And then I got to the point where I just blocked him because I was like, I was like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I just, I want to shut off. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. I said something shitty. I'm done. And then he was like, oh my God, this fucking idiot blocked me. Like, which is true. And he's like, I can't believe he got butt hurt by me responding to him, which is also true. But then all his fans are like, all his like, he's a legit gamer. Just light me up. And I'm just muting him, muting him, muting him, muting him. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I just was like, I miss, I was like, fuck it. You know what? I don't need this. And he lives in Nashville. I'm in Nashville this weekend. So I just unblock him. I hit him back. I was like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I was a dick. And he was like, Hey man, I'm no problem. I get this all the time. I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just saying, I get this all the time. And I was like, that's what America should be doing. It's just unblock someone and go, Hey man, I fucked up. I'm not going to fight you on this. You just, someone, this black guy, I only say black sets. I don't know. I muted him. I don't know who he is, but he was like, he was really being shitty to me. And, but I was reading his tweets and he was like, Hey man, the guy's not a bad guy. He was raising money for sick kids this weekend. And you kind of attacked him. And I was like, man, maybe I did. And then the guy's like, fuck you. You're an asshole. And I was like, ah, whatever. But, uh, so shout out to Spartan at Spartan on Twitter. He's a good, he's a good guy. Don't fuck with him. But that racist guy, fuck that guy. Rob Schneider. Uh, hotel shampoo sparked a debate. What? I don't know. Uh, hotel shampoo, which does make sense. Stuff like this irks me because if it was happening to me, I would fucking lose my shit about it. You remember when I told you I was like, I was like, when I saw Black Panther, I was like, oh, I wish I made one of these for white people. Unfortunately. Yeah, and, and then I was like, and then I was like, oh fuck, that's all. Like, so when I saw this, <laughs> clearly it's called Superman and Batman, but. When I saw this thing about hotel shampoo, if I was a person of color and I went to hotels all over the fucking world and all they had is white people shampoo, uh, I would lose my shit. Okay. I would lose my shit. Okay. But yeah. everyone attacks this woman because I guess technically black people didn't call her black. I don't know. I don't really know. I, I don't really know. I didn't read the whole thing, but like I empathize with this woman immediately. I go, oh, this would light me up. Mm -hmm. It's like when they don't let you carry a gun on a plane. You're like, bro, I'm a gun owner. So 
Jimmy Kimmel defends Michelle Wolf. Bill Cosby juries talk about Quaaludes. All I heard in that was like, man, I wish they still had Quaaludes. Quaaludes were... Apparently, Quaaludes were the best. Like, amazing. Joey Diaz has got Quaaludes. I think I take a Quaalude with Joey Diaz. Quaaludes, they say you took a Quaalude and it was like drinking 10 beers. Just one Quaalude. By the way, that doesn't affect your liver. That was about as 10 beers. You just sit there like... I wonder if it's... I would like to take a Quaalude and a Xanax like night to night. Like one night, one night. I used to have a joke when I first started comedy. You guys get ready. Hold on, hold on. Get like legit, clear your desk. Because if you start slapping it, I don't want you to knock shit onto your keyboard. You ready? This is the joke. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck it up. I love how they name drugs the way you're going to feel when you're on them. Like Quaaludes. Like Quaalude. Quaalude. Marijuana. Heroin. Amphetamine, 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 amphetamine. Coming around the corner, it's amphetamine. Followed by cocaine, it's cocaine, amphetamine. Neck and neck, it's cocaine, amphetamine. In third place, it's crystal methamphetamine. In fourth place, and that was the, it's, uh, it, oh, I forget the rest of the joke. That was one of my early jokes. Quaalude. We should wait until they're done laughing to continue the show. Yeah. I know. Kathy Griffin defends, uh, yeah, who didn't see that coming? You think Kathy, what if Kathy Griffin had been like, Michelle Wolf is too far, is too far. How dare she insult? That would have been the original approach. If Kathy Griffin had done that, oh, shout out to Kathy Griffin. By the way, I've been doing intermittent 16-hour fasts. How long have we been doing this podcast? 40, 51. Okay, we got to wrap this up. I've been doing uh, intermittent fasts and... I stopped eating at eight and I did not eat at dinner tonight and I will not know what time was my last meal and I will be fucked tomorrow. Um, Why are you doing that, by the way? Uh, I heard it. Let's just get you live longer. By the way, we never even got into West Borland's costumes. Do you know who West Borland is? Oh, you have to, right? Uh-huh. From Limp Biscuit. Yeah. The guitar player. Mm-hmm. Is he a good guitar player? I don't know. I don't, I'm not really a huge Limp Bizkit fan. His costumes are pretty fucking interesting. Let's just, like, okay. Let's just look at him for a second. I just realized why I like these costumes. Do you know what they remind me of? The Marvel Universe Infinity Wars. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy. All the villains have these like insane face painted things. He would do this all himself. He lives in Detroit right now. He was on, uh, I think, Trading Spaces or something. Who the fuck doesn't want to work with uh, with Fred Durst because he's too commercial, but then gets on DIY Network? Like when you're on DIY, DIY, now I'm not shitting on DIY. It's one of my, it, it, it might be between it and food channel, cooking channel and food. Not a huge HGTV guy. Uh, personally, I feel like it, it, it skews more female uh, demographic. DIY is, I love DIY. But when you do those shows, 
They're like, so here's the deal. Um, I'm gonna have this guy put a mic on you. We're gonna come in. You're gonna meet Josh. Josh is gonna be like, so tell us your problem. You tell him your problem. It's like very produced. It's not like it's not the way it looks. And by the way, shout out to Josh Temple. But uh, West Borland is the guy that I would be like was not into that. Like I don't do that shit. But then there he is because his wife wants a new fucking living room. Oh, that's a badass one. That's fucking. That is. I wish you could see what I'm looking at. We got to set it up so you can see what I'm looking at. Yeah, we got to rig that. this. We should re-rig the man cave. Yeah. Um, that looks like apocalypto. That looks like fucking, you don't want to see that in war. He would have been a great uh, 1600s warrior, like paint, body paint stylist. I don't like that one. That one bothers me. don't like that one either Fred Durst stands up man I still like Fred Durst I still like Limp Biscuit. I still like corn I still like Limp Biscuit. everyone can go suck my dick I still like Limp Biscuit. I still like corn corn is still very Dude, relevant corn is that's how we we're gonna go find a corn mashup that's how we're gonna end today's episode Oh, by the way, for everyone listening, so I apologize. I know I've gotten some emails. Uh, my wife read them to me. Let me explain you through this one. So the one he's got right now is a hardcore. Um, you, it, the teeth are. It's like a mask. It's like a warrior mask where the teeth are drawn on his face and and his body. You can see his intestines on his chest. That's a badass one. Little. I wouldn't have done the stomach like that personally it's a little too like Bill Nye the science guy just leave the face body black that's what I would have done uh, Marilyn Manson esque big clown lips almost looks like Richard uh, Gacy don't like that one and we're getting out of it alright sorry West Borland I went through a West Borland spiral and then got to Aaron um, Aaron Lewis flipping out on West Borland have you seen that mm-hmm Aaron Lewis is the the head lead singer sort of, of Stained, right? Stained, right? Who I dig. I dig Aaron Lewis, but there's a... I hope Aaron Lewis doesn't listen to this podcast because there's a part of Aaron Lewis that's a little bit... Maybe not as sensitive as the artist I'm looking for. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. There's a part of him where you're like... I think he might have bought into the branding of you as an artist too much and you maybe for, forgot a little bit who you are. Is that fair to say? Sure. I'm going to tell you the story of what, so let's just hang on. This is so apparent. Let me just tell you the backlog of the story. So Aaron Lewis, lead singer stained, um, Boston guy. Um, I guess Limp Bizkit found Stained and brought them on board, put them on the tour with them. Everyone found Stained through them. And he runs into West Borland in the Jacksonville airport. And I think Aaron Lewis maybe is a little too close to his branding because this, this, this monologue he delivers at a concert live where you can see that he's rebranding himself a little bit to be like a, you know, a little kid rock, a little acoustic, a little, a little bit like a, like a Everlast, he goes on this tirade. I, I hope he's a little drunk, a little buzzed. But this is what he says about uh, West Portland. I'm headed home. Oh, here. The gate really close. 
close to him. Hold on, let's... To his gate. Okay, hold on. This is where he calls Westmoreland bougie. By the way, I've done this plenty of times. When I'm late for a flight, sometimes they'll do this for you, but this is the bougie-ness that offended Aaron Lewis in the beginning. To his fans. He's telling this to his fans. Oh, he actually says bougie. Driving on a golf cart in the airport to his gate. I ended up at a gate really close to him. I went up to him. I said, Wes, what's up, brother? I miss you. I haven't seen you. By the way, this is the first time in my life where I want to stop using the term brother. I use it nonstop. It's kind of my way of talking to people. I do feel a brotherhood within guys sometimes. Forever, how you been? Good? This, that, and the other thing? I'm like, where are you headed? He's like, I'm headed home to Los Angeles. And I'm like, hey, motherfucker. That ain't home. Remember, you're from Jacksonville, Florida. That's how it went down. Have you seen the interview? Have you heard the podcast? That's how it went down. Brother, don't don't forget where the fuck you're from. You're from Jacksonville, Florida. You're not from Los Angeles, California. This is like Larry the Cable Guy branding of like, I'm somewhere clearly that's, maybe he's in Jacksonville, I guess, I'm assuming. And he's like, it's just easy to shit on LA to them. And he's like, oh, you're not from there. But hey man, like I, nothing but respect to Aaron Lewis, but I don't say like when, I'm, when they're, they're like, so where are you flying today? And I go, I'm flying to my kid's house. <laughs> I say I'm flying home. Because my family lives here. Hey, man, you're from Tampa. Where are you flying? <laughs> to, to my wife's house. Where my kids and my dog live where I have a pool. Not home. Where my parents bought a new house that I've never lived in. And I haven't been in, in 30 years. But to this, this Valley Village is a really nook. <laughs> Started by a plot of land. I'm about to pass out. Oh, oh. I mean, like, it's just so ridiculous that, like, yeah, this is my home. This is my home. This is my home. I live here. I. It's, but it's so ridiculous that he got offended. That, that he got offended at Westmoreland said he just wanted to go home? He just said he wanted to go home! Where are you going? Oh, Westmoreland said he's, I'm going home! I'm going home! He didn't say the N-word! He didn't say anything about Mexicans! He just said he's going home! <laughs> oh. Oh. And fucking Aaron Lewis got so upset in an air. Okay, so then, so then immediately, this is what I do in comedies. I flip it, right? Because I don't agree with Aaron Lewis on this. But immediately, if you're a comic, you flip it. You go, all right, let's take a look at the other side. So then I'm like, all right, I'm Aaron Lewis. By the way, I've done this a lot. I've done this a lot, right? 
been drunk in an airport. Or clearly, Aaron Lewis is drunk in an airport. No one has a conversation with someone sober and goes, hey, motherfucker, that's not your home. Tell some grown he's man. He's drunk on stage right there, too. Oh, he's drunk on stage, too. Yeah. You're from Jacksonville. You're a real person. You're not the plastic, f***ed up people that live in Los Angeles. Come on, Aaron. In saying that, you're being a little plastic. You're playing to your... F- Aaron. Aaron. And for that, for that, for reminding my brother... Stop. Say it again. Who is this guy? One of the people that are responsible for me standing in front of you this evening, reminding my brother where the f*** he's from... And now I'm the biggest piece of shit to ever f***ing walk the face of the earth. So you know what? West Borland, you bougie motherfucker. Bougie. What's he going to call him? Geechee next? You Geechee motherfucker. I don't even know Geechee. I think Geechee, you have to live in South Carolina. I give all the credit to this next song. Please. To Fred. So wait, he's about to play. Wow, if you can keep up with that, they're... By the way, Rockfeed... Uh, is the name of the podcast I saw that on. <clears throat> I don't dislike Aaron Lewis. I actually like him more now. I like a guy that, I, that's me, that's me, who fucking waxes poetically about some shit that I did drunk, and then I'm the victim in it. But it made me fucking love West Borland. I th- I'm, I'm sure West Borland, I'm sure he's a fucking nightmare to be around. I'm certain of it. I think both of them might be a little bit of a, but in this story, I side with Wes of like, yeah. hey, man, where are you going? Home. Oh, mother, listen, brother. Uh, hey, man, I'm just, I'm, like, I'm just going home. I love it. I'm just going home, man. I'm like, he didn't like, fuck. Oh. I just think it's been a while since Aaron Lewis has been home. <laughs> Wait, where are you going? Oh, how exhausting to be Aaron Lewis that to have a house in Boston. I think he's from Boston, right? Staying from Boston sounds like it's from Maryland the way he talks, and then of course I got into a Fred Durst spiral. It's all ignore. It's all the only thing that really excited me this weekend. And if you can, can you grab a clip of me laughing at that? At that, see if you can make a one minute clip so we can put it on Instagram of me. Just all he said was he's going home. I find that so fucking funny. And so then, so then part of me goes, Aaron Lewis has got to have a short fuse, right? Apparently he really does. Apparently, like I'm not even gonna put this out there. I'm not. You know what? I'm not gonna put this out there. I'm not gonna put this out there. He's very public. He. I've seen him live. He's very publicly drunk and kind of a mess on stage. Oh, for real? Yeah. Hey, uh, shout out to Aaron Lewis. Hit me up. I got a show I want you to do with me, please. Uh, please. I'm being. I'm being dead serious. I might have fucked around with you and made fun of you or laughed at what you said. I said I'm you. Shout out to Aaron Lewis. Hit me up, man. Please listen to Nirvana a little bit. I think it's mostly because I got a shotgun. Um, losing weight, intermittent fasting. Whoa, just, just keep passing through it. This is the house we wanted to buy. Uh, don't show that online, please. Um, Roseanne Barr defends her Trump supporters with an F bomb on the Tonight Show. Always love Roseanne Barr. I always love Roseanne Barr. 
I don't give a fuck. Grab your pussy, spit on the home plate, drop an F-bomb, support Trump. Whatever you do, Roseanne, I always got your back. I'm a ride-or-die motherfucker. Day in, day out. Same with Dennis Miller. Even though he came after... Hey, what did he say yeah, about well, I was just about to ask that. Yeah. Is it Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, let's see what he said about Kevin Hart's sex tape. Uh, Kanye. Some Kanye. Apparently, something's going on with Kanye. I don't know. I'm not reading into it. I guess I know, slavery. Well, anyway, <clears throat> let's see. Dennis Miller. Ready? I don't think it's nothing. He hasn't tweeted. Well, he did a. He had a new show airing today. That's why he. Internet burns. Yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. I guess nothing. Sorry, Dennis. I'm still a ride or die motherfucker for Dennis. I think he's funny as fuck. Chris D'Elia, we talk, did we talk about it fully? Mm-mm. All right, let's close on that. Close on that. Let's close on that. Hang on one second. Um, this is Michelle, Jessica Michelle Singleton. You can show the picture. She was on uh, Keith and the Girl getting her vagina waxed on another thing and did a picture, hashtag blessed, and I've got to get her on the podcast. She is fucking hilarious. She is really funny. Mark Ruffalo, did you, we saw that. We talked about it. We posted it. I think it's fake. Mark Ruffalo spoiling the ending. After you well, said it was fake, I go. I looked at it and I go, oh, maybe it is. Acting. It is. Yeah. It, it is. is. Let's watch it one more time just yeah. in, in good faith. Dude, we'll close on Crystalia. Find a corn mashup song. But uh, but yeah, I think the Mark, Mark Ruffalo thing is fake personally. And by the way, that all that did was fire hot pistons in my head about how to promote my... Uh, Netflix special airing. I th- we haven't got an air date yet. This is the Mark Ruffalo um, interview. Now they say, let's walk us through this. Spoilers, by the way. Sp- oh, spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Infinity Wars, which is awesome. It's awesome. <clears throat> I saw it at nine in the morning with George, oh, the Island, one of her friends. I took them right before the Spartan race. It was amazing. It's amazing. Go see it. Go see Super Troopers. Go see uh, Infinity Wars. What is this? Are they saying this is like a year ago? Mm-hmm. A year ago, they were promoting something else. Don Cheadle and Thor, Mark Ruffalo. They were promoting Thor Rancor. Ragnarok. Whatever. I've never seen one of the Thor movies. But now that I know he's got a personality and he's almost like, dude, Dave Batista, if you ever want to do anything with me, I'll fly to you. That guy is, that's my favorite character in the whole Marvel universe is uh, whatever his name is. And so... Halston comes in last night and he's like, have you seen the Mark Ruffalo thing? And I'm like, no. I watch it. I'm obsessed with it. This is what it is, okay? Spoiler alert. Do not watch if you haven't seen Infinity Wars. See, getting sent into space for him wasn't so bad. Gets to meet new friends and the galaxy people. Yes. And then we have to go and save Asgard together. That's good. It is. It's amazing. That's good. It's a lot do, do of fun. Do you succeed in saving it? I can't. Can I say it? No. I would imagine can that I you guys must little, say a little it. I wouldn't say too much, but you can say as much as you I mean, hey, it's your Let career. me just say this. Like every other Marvel movie, it doesn't end well for the superheroes. What? That's true. In Marvel, it, it doesn't end that it's well. Somebody true. always bites or gets really badly Wait hurt. till you see this next Leads one. Everybody dies. Do, 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 do. Not everybody. No. Is that? No. Alien, whatever. Can we rewind that part? Yeah. yeah. Can we re- You'll cut that That's part. Not Who, is there anybody in Infinity War you get to meet that you're excited to meet? Then am I in trouble? <laughs> A little. <laughs> is Barry going to be? I think this is make-believe, and I'll tell you why. 
<clears throat> this line right here. Yes, like every other Marvel movie. Yeah. I would imagine can that I just you guys give a little, must a little say taste. I wouldn't say too much, but you can say as much as you, I mean. Hey, it's your. Let career. me just say this. Like that line. That's where I, it's he he tipped the hat too much. It's your career. It's not his career. He's gonna work forever. He's the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. He's not going anywhere, Don. Anyway, that was uh, do 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 do. That was the best part of acting. By the way, they're both really great actors. And that's why it's hard, and that's why it's hard to tell. Yeah, is they're really great actors. Um, <clears throat> Google News. Let's get out of that. Roseanne. Let's get out of that. Let's type in corn. Uh, oh, Roseanne. Chris, Crystalia. Um. Let's see, corn mash up. Corn and linker paper. Coming and done by Dem Franchise Boys. Taylor Swift and Corn. Oh, this might be a little bit of sampling and then in finding something great. <clears throat> Let's go to YouTube. We're going to talk about Chris Leah and then we're out. By the way, I have to say this. Chris Leah is probably the inspiration of me doing this solo podcast. I've told Chris this, but when I watched his, I was like, it's, it's fun. It's really fun. We had talked about it, I think, and I, th and I thought... Man, he is writing material like crazy. Now, I don't think I technically end up writing material through this show, but in a weird way, me talking through the show helps me write. It helps me think quicker on my feet. <clears throat> no, honestly, I just laugh once a week. I la Once a week, I laugh to the point of passing out. Aaron Lewis, what was the one last week where I almost passed out? Uh, you're, I cannot remember, but you got a lot of shit from it because people were like, yeah, you're an e elite athlete and you're passing out from laughing. Yeah, I don't read comments, guys. <laughs> um I laugh so hard I pass out. What is that not? Is that not happen to everybody? <laughs> I've had blood pressure. Oh, really? Not with the assault fitness. <clears throat> time, um, you guys will see. I'll be fucking ripped by the time I do my next uh, special corn mashup. Coming undone apparently is the one that everyone's saying. This is eighty hundred eighty five. These are apparently okay. This is the one. Dem franchise boys. I know. I know them. I don't know what they've done. That's the one we'll go to. Let's pull it up. It's got one million views. We'll see if we like it. That's how we'll head out. It's a three-minute. Let's let pause. <clears throat> Crystalia torched Logan Paul. Torched him. If you don't know who Logan Paul is, by the way, he's a super popular vlogger. There's nothing wrong with vloggers. Just because you're a vlogger doesn't mean you're a fucking idiot, okay? I'm a fan of Casey Neistat's, Mr. Ben Brown, Jason Nash, uh, uh, Jason Nash's buddy, um, David Dubrovnik. Um, I actually don't watch. I just watch Jason's, but like, but I know he's friends with them, and they all do this umbrella thing that kind of works out. Logan Paul <clears throat> did the same thing, and and I, I'm not a fan of his vlog, but I get it. Like, I get the anti-establishedness of it. Like, yeah, you know, am I drunk? I don't the anti-establishmentness of it like they came to him I guess he was a Disney star they came to his house and then he like dab on those like whatever I get the fuck that he finds that funny and they don't get it but then you know the problem with Logan Paul in my opinion is he got woke like he got like he got backlash and he started caring and I think that's what Dalia just doesn't respect because Dalia does not care he really does not fucking care. He really does not care. Like, Segura's the same way, man. I wish I was more like that. Does not care. So, 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 I'll do the exact, um, 
I got to I got to I got to uh you have to know the fucking tweets. I mean, you, if you haven't seen it, it's gotten like 50 fucking 100,000 retweets. Is that what it's gotten? By the way, Chris loves this shit. He loves fighting with people online. I absolutely hate it. He's serving grand sandwiches all day. Is that what he was did? Was that what he said today? That's all he does. This one has six hundred twenty-six thousand likes on it. This one has a hundred and forty thousand retweets. A <laughs> hundred and forty thousand retweets. Yeah. So apparently, Logan Paul said uh, you can't even it's so many people have commented and liked on this logan paul wrote new vlog end of the logan paul paul vlogs important that you watch and then delia and i can hear it in his voice just goes no it's not that's all he wrote quote tweet no it's not and then logan paul and this is you know a little bit difference of me playing basketball against brucey when i was in and he went to st lawrence Logan Paul puts in uh, 200 laughing, crying, tearing, smiley faces, like laughing guy. I'm laughing because now I know why your comedy career took a dive. The problem with that statement, and if you were a comic, you'd know this, is that it's not true. So when you say something not true, there's no joke to it. Like no one laughs at it because Chris's career is blowing up and it's about to blow up 10 times because you don't. No offense to Logan Paul, you don't know how to do comedy. So you're you're taking your ego, you're putting your ego first, and you're 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 delivering your ego into the slam. You suck, you you're nobody. Well that's not that's not accurate. He's doing movies, he's sells out theaters like every night I follow him every time I'm at the store. Every night I follow him at the store. It is a struggle. I've been doing comedy for twenty years. I'm a really good comic. And trust me when I tell you, not one time do you go up following Delia where you go like, oh, this will be a cakewalk. Every time you got to kind of go like, hey, did, did he talk to someone in the crowd? Like, like you got to you gotta be on your fucking guns when you follow Delia. I do it. I do it every fucking night. I feel like every fucking night I'm behind Delia. And so to say this is why your comedy career took a dive, you're just wrong. That's all that's all there is. You're just wrong. And that's the basis of comedy. You can't go up on stage and go, uh, all women are bad drivers. They're just not. That's why no one laughed. No one laughed because they go, they're not. That's you. Instead of going along with you, allowing their their guard to be dropped and moving forward. I'm explaining this to Logan Paul because apparently he doesn't entirely get how comedy works. Instead of like just going like, shed the cape. Here we go. I'm in. Tell me about it. You you said the wrong thing. It's just not true. All black people have webbed feet, huh? Now I can't follow you because I don't believe you. Like I I can't believe anything this guy says. Now I know why your comedy career took a dive. Now, I wish it were the exact times on... That's 12.01 a.m. that he tweeted that. Chris tweeted his an wow. hour later. Now that's a pro, right? Because he read his at 12.01 a.m. I guarantee you Chris read it right away. He's up. He doesn't drink. His girlfriend's beautiful. They're sitting there doing yoga, blowing out candles, getting ready to go to bed. And Chris read that, and he took his time with it. He probably thought like a couple different things and he wrote, at least when my career dies, you can film it and put it on YouTube. Okay, okay. So very well crafted. I, By the way, I have to say this. I thought about this tweet 
and I would tell it to people and I would rewrite it in my brain the way I do comedy and it never was as good as that. You could film it and put it on YouTube. At least when my career dies, you can film it and put it on YouTube. Slammed. Slammed. Good gunk. Yeah. Turn around. And by the way, Logan Paul, you're not watching this. I know you're not. But if you are, dude, give the guy props. Bring him into your inner circle. Do a fucking video with him. Team up with the guy. Fucking like him. Because he's a fucking hilarious comedian. And he slammed you. Like legit. Took you to the took you to the hoop. Left you in there in the in the fucking There's more. Oh, what happened after this? Logan Paul goes oh. but, but not gonna lie. This single tweet is funner than funnier than your entire Netflix special. And Chris goes, Thanks. How does it feel to have your name finally attached to something funny? And then Logan Paul goes... 26,000 retweets. <laughs> Logan Paul goes, I don't know what's worse, being the shunned vlogger or being the 38-year-old comedian arguing with a shunned vlogger over Twitter. And Chris goes, ask your fans to have their moms read this tweet out loud to them. See what they think. <laughs> That's so Every funny. single one of Logan Paul's fans' moms knows who Crystal Lee is. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being older and having a fan base. Plus, if you went up to someone and go, what's worse, being a shunned vlogger or a 38-year-old comic? <laughs> what's worse? Being a shunned vlogger or a 38-year-old comic? A shunned vlogger. A shunned vlogger. <laughs> oh... Oh, brother, where do you live? <laughs> In Los Angeles! <laughs> it's not your home. I'm passing out. I thought I just passed out. I thought I just passed out. Oh, my God. We need to get you an oxygen tank over there. Oh, I thought I just passed out. I thought I just passed out. A shunned vlogger. Oh, this kid needs a fucking writing team. All right, Logan, you got me, bro. I'm team. I'm team low. What's it called, Low Paul? Low Gang. I'm Low Gang. Okay. No, don't. No, I'll go to Low Gang and help him fucking craft tweets to fucking fight Dalia. <laughs> Dude, I would pay money. Yo, Logan Paul, do a video of you guys crafting tweets on a round table. On a round table. All right, writers' room. Here's a go. <laughs> so fucking Delia just lit me up pretty bad. All right, he told me I should fucking film it. He's like a graph, and he's got a stick with Crystalia's face yeah. on it. All right, real quick. Hold on. And they've got like all the storyboards of the fucking yeah. episode, the future tweets. If he comes at me about the death, here's where we go. <laughs> oh fuck. Have your fans read their moms. Oh, oh! And then Delia likes this. He just goes back, back and forth. I'm waiting for his next podcast to come out when he talks about it. That one's gonna be good. Oh, I texted him the second it came out. I texted him. Oh, wait! What? Other, tell me, did I miss anything else? No, I think that was it. Old people roasting me. Greatest thing on the planet Earth. How about this? You're my son. Tag your fucking daddy. I'm your fucking daddy. Delia's got nothing but money and free time. That's all he's going to do. Oh, he did post another. Oh, wow. What? 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 what, Like what you just said. Logan Paul goes, old people roasting me is greater than greatest thing on planet Earth. Old people tagging me? 
Man, old people hey, were, Logan Paul, you're going to be fucking 45 one day, brother. Chris brother. is 38. Yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> fucking youth. Oh, you'll never know. You'll never know, man. But usually a 45-year-old alcoholic comic. Yep. Nailed it. Make it to 45, brother. Where do you live? Los Angeles. Now I'm spiraling out in everything I've fucking researched, and I'm just doing <laughs> Dalia, Logan Paul, and Aaron Lewis. By the way, what are you wearing? I don't... People I'm wearing my sure. Speedo. People think you might be naked. Yeah. Easy. That's old people roasting other people. Better than being a shunt fucking vlogger. love it. I love it. All right, we're at an hour twenty. Let's oh, let's wrap this up. Yeah, we're out. Let's let's uh, hear a song and go out. <clears throat> By the way, if I fucking said something shitty about you on this podcast, and I say this across the board, here are the two things. If I said something shitty about you on this podcast, I apologize. I did not mean to. If you listen to this podcast and you want to isolate audio for something shitty I said to someone and send it to them, please do that. Um, don't put it in context. Just isolate the audio, send it to them, and be like, bro, he's fucking being a dick. Please do that. Uh, apparently, that's what helps build careers. Hashtag Michelle Obama or Michelle Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking. I got so a Michelle flight. Michelle Obama got to the White House, huh? I got a flight to Nashville tomorrow. Saturday is sold out. Thursday is sold out. A few tickets left for Friday. Um, or no, third. I think there's like a handful of tickets for Thursday, and then Sunday. Oh, I just shot the most badass fucking video. I'm gonna post it tomorrow at like five o'clock. I think it's when you're supposed to post videos for Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Alabama. I am at uh, Stand Up Live. Come out and see me. Tempe the following weekend. Liberty Township the weekend after that. Liberty's almost sold out. Tempe, there are tickets left. Um, come find me on tour. Let's check out. Let's let's end on this. Now, by the way, if the song starts to suck. We're just cutting it and we're ending, okay? So I'll say right now, I love you with all my heart. I hope you have a great week. Um, come see me on the road. If you want to have drinks, come to my late show and then have drinks with me somewhere. This was a fun episode. I'm glad we did this. Thanks for, this is all Halston. Thank you so much. We have a new project coming out. We're shooting next week. I'll give you updates next week. Uh, something's burning next week with Dalia. Obviously, love that guy. I love him, man. Dalia and Bobby Lee, who, Bobby Lee might steal the show. He might steal it. He might be the best episode I've ever done, those two. Um, and that's it. Netflix special coming out soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Quorum, Undone. Dem Franchise Boys. Do you know the song they sing, Dem Franchise Boys? Yeah, what is that? No, don't, 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 no, no. Okay, let okay, let yourself okay, find okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Not. We're going to stop that one right there and tell you that corn, let's just go back to corn and Taylor Swift. That might be a little better. Okay. Let's try this corn Taylor Swift. I'm already into it. There's a gay part of me you don't know.
Oh shit! This is a great this is a great song, but this is how I want to end this, okay? Hold on. This is how we're gonna end this, okay? So today when I was on my walk or my jog, I should say jog really, but I was walking when Darren Turbo ran into me. I was jogging slash dancing down the street. Now there's a couple things I want to do in my career. Uh will you put a note for next episode? I want to show you the dance videos I want to do. Um, there's some really great dancers on Instagram. Uh, D something is her name. I want to do a dance video. I just, I've, I've always wanted, I thought it's, I thought I was a great dancer, but this is all right. I want to do a video where I am dancing almost like in a Fred Astaire kind of way going down the street to this song. This is how we end the episode. Um, Have a great week, everybody. Uh, I love you with all my heart. Have you heard this song? I think it defines me. And by the way, first heard this song before I ever had the nickname. I certainly haven't been shopping for any new shoes. And I certainly haven't been spreading myself around. I still only travel by foot and by foot it's a slow climb But I'm good at being uncomfortable so I can't stop changing all the time I notice that my opponent is always on the go And won't go slow so as not to focus And I notice He'll let you ride with any guide as long as they go fast From whence he came but he's no good at being uncomfortable So we can't stop staying exactly the same If there was a better way to go then it would find me I can't help it the road just rolls out behind me Be kind to me or treat me mean Sheep's clothes while they chaperone. Love Curious, you're looking down your nose at me while you appease. Courteous to try and help, but let me set your mind at ease. If there was a better way to go, then it would find me. I can't help it, the road just rolls out behind me. Be kind to me or treat me. Love Fiona Apple. Love. But it's tomorrow, and 
beautiful vo- voice, amazing songwriter. If there was a better way to go, then it would find me. I can't help it, the road just rolls out behind me. Have a great week, motherfuckers. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.